Hello, everyone. Mystic Chick here. It's about that time to grab a vodka martini, Manhattan, or a whiskey business and get settled into a big, puffy cloud of positive energy to contemplate another morsel of mystic goodness. So tonight is all about feng shui and the career zone, just kind of getting everything pumped up in that area. Um, does your career need a boost? Are you currently looking for work or want to switch fields? Do you love what you do but want to make more money doing it? Do you want to turn a hobby into a business? These are all things that we are tackling tonight with the uh, feng shui in the career zone. And Virgo Lass is going to have a lot to say about this. Hello. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for your hello, Virgo Lass. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying a new format. I don't think it's working. So we'll go back to hello. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The audio is a little interesting tonight, I have to say. So I know I did some updates on my computer and you're very clear. Oh, that's good. That's good. We like clear. <laughs> but I'm just like, okay, am I am I plugged in right? I think I am. Okay, so uh, <laughs> feng shui in the career. How do you feel about it? <laughs> I mean, anything that can help, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, first of all, the drinks. <laughs> I felt like I kind of the drinks were a little interesting tonight. I, I feel like I had to kind of channel the business vibe. And then I'm like, but there's so many careers that fall outside of that, like strict business zone. Yeah, it's very true. Although, I guess if you think about it, like, do they all have their own specific drink? <laughs> like, I'm an esthetician. What would my drink theme be? <laughs> well, I was thinking about that, actually. And then I'm like, you have to get the cucumber lemon Oh my uh, god, yeah, it's like a, a cucumber water themed <laughs> cocktail. Yeah, that would totally to, be it. You have to add the gin to the cucumber lemon water, the fizzy one. There's one from like Fresh Time or something that's fizzy. <laughs> good to know. I'm just doing good old fashioned tequila tonight. <laughs> oh my god, you are so lucky. I just, uh, I got Diet Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> that's all she wanted just one pepsi and they wouldn't give it to her just one pepsi <laughs> is that a reference to something i feel like i should know that oh yeah it's a suicidal tendency song <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're gonna kind of talk about different aspects of feng shui and how to amplify different aspects of your life I'm like watching my microphone. I'm hoping everything is like plugged in right. Like you can hear me okay, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. <sighs> Good. Um, everything looks like it's plugged in, but I think my mind is just messing with me. Like, you know, are you sure? Are you, are you really sure? Mm -hmm. uh, but anyways, so we're kind of going to talk about the entire Bagua, but it's going to be topical. So like this time around, we're talking about your career area and just like amping up your career, um, that sort of thing. But like in the future, you know, whether it's relationships or making money or doing, you know, other things, it's, it's going to be topical, but then we're going to kind of jump around the Bagua, like jump around the Bagua, <laughs> I, 
like Twister or <laughs> playing Twister in the bottom. <laughs> you gotta like put your foot in the relationship area and then you're going to like straddle the uh, career area and just don't like, you know, run into my butt when I bend over to, to put a little bit in family. <laughs> oh my God. There should be like a song with this. <laughs> I mean, the only thing coming up in my head is the hokey pokey. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, oh, put your left right. hand in the bagua and then you shake it all about. <laughs> wow! And I haven't had any alcohol yet either. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting night. All right, so. The first thing that I have is a list of questions about kind of thinking about the career area and how it applies to, you know, whoever's out there, like however they want to manifest something in the career area in their lives. And um, so I'm going to go through this list of, of kind of questions. And then I actually found a link to some, <laughs> I'll talk to you about it when I get there. <laughs> But there's even more. <laughs> Wait, there's more. Wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to start with this list of questions, though. Okay, so uh, it's a good thing to kind of amp up the career area when you need to um, kind of, but you need to think about the following things. So what are you trying to attract? And the first question is, do you want to get paid more for the same or a similar job? And then do you want a promotion with a different title? Do you want a job that involves more travel? Do you want to make a career pivot into a completely different area? And what field would that be? Do you want to turn a hobby into a business? Do you want to turn a part-time job into a full-time gig? Do you want to be well-known in your field? Do you want new clients and or customers? And do you want to manifest your dream job? So you can see how, depending on where you are in your life, amping up your career area can can take very different forms. And also just to throw it out there that I mean, sometimes you can manifest all you want, but the universe has different plans for you. <laughs> like uh, when I um, went back to work, you know, after the lockdown, um, I think that I did like a whole like sort of abundance ritual. And I was very, very focused on, you know, I'm an esthetician. So I have books that need to be filled with clients. And it was um, a ritual for my books are always full. The pandemic had different plans. <laughs> like there's only so much you can do in the face of a life threatening virus that people are afraid of. <laughs> so, I mean, now that I'm I'm starting to like get busy again, people are getting vaccinated, I'm seeing more familiar faces roll back in. So, I mean, some yeah, sometimes like you can manifest things through like harnessing the energy in, with intention, and sometimes, man, just praise science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and also like you know, <laughs> if you think about it on a higher level, there's all the astrological alignments. There's you know the stuff that's going on just for everyone. There's the stuff that's going on for you and your particular life. And, you know, you talked to me, Virgo Lass, about having an upcoming episode at some point about like the Saturn opposition. Yeah. 
And so, you know, if somebody's going through that period of their life, things are going to look different. Then you have to kind of consider the numerology of the year, of your life path, how all that interacts. And also, too, and I'm also going to say, like, even with, you know, my own situation, everything that, you know, sometimes it's you look back like and you're like, okay, that was a shitty thing, but it was a thing that I had to go through to get to this next level. So we're just like hoping that um, that was the track that I was on. Like, I mean, pretty much like literally every single tarot card spread I've done this year has said that. So we're just gonna have to, you know, pray science, but also have faith in the cards. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Uh, well, and you bring up a good point that uh, some of it is, is a very kind of intuitive internal process and you're kind of communicating with your subconscious, with the collective unconscious and mm, very true. how the entire world interacts and on, on some level. So there's a lot of, a lot of magic in this, <laughs> <laughs> but there are some things that you can do. And it will at least, you know, (laughs) soften the blow a little bit or, you know, make things a little bit better if they could have been worse or, you know, really make things take off and skyrocket. I think that there's a lot of possibilities and also it's the mindset. So this a lot of this has to be done. Intention is everything, of course, like with pretty much everything we discuss, there's always it's always backed by intention. Yeah, I just don't want to get, I just don't want to like, you know, get caught up in any sort of cycle of like a toxic positivity. That's basically like when you're, (laughs) when you're, when you're positive to the point of being like, just kind of a douche about it, you know, like, like, like the people where they're um, act like, oh, well, if you had a positive attitude and like, just like, turn your thoughts around, you wouldn't have gotten cancer, like that sort of thing. Like, no, we don't do that here. We do. Like, I just had a client, uh, a client and I, we were talking about that. And he said, I like realistic positivity. And I was like, yes, you're right. I also like realistic positivity. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Kind of like positivity chunking. Positivity (laughs) chunking. I like it. (laughs) Manageable, chewable sizes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because like you, you do, you need to be positive because people with a negative mindset, like never get anywhere in life. But if you, but you also just, you, you don't want to be one of, you don't want to be such a Pollyanna. And I have absolutely like fallen into this before where uh, I like to smooth things over in such a way that sometimes I refuse to acknowledge that the bad things are happening. And that's not a good way to be either. That is absolutely toxic positivity. <laughs> it has to be a bite-sized morsel of positivity. Yeah. If you can't wrap your mouth around it, it's too much positivity. Right. right. You can't fight the negativity if you don't acknowledge the negativity. <laughs> I actually just retweeted something today in that vein where it's like, you know, sometimes you have to have the darkness and able to like see the light or perceive the light. It, it's done way better if you check my Twitter. <laughs> I, I totally butchered that phrase, but um, it's really cool. <laughs> but it's uh, it's the truth because it's you're right. You can't you can't like think that everything's going to come up roses all the time. You got to be realistic. But also, uh, you know, alternatively, 
if you're sitting there going, okay, I need to be realistic. And there's like just a pile of trash in your career area that you could actually clear out and everything might be a little better. <laughs> might as well get that trash out of there. <laughs> Well, I mean, speaking of science, I remember you actually explaining feng shui like this. Maybe like in the first incarnation of Mystic, the Mystic Chick show when I was just a listener. But um, your old co-host was like, okay, do you really believe this? Do you really believe putting red in this corner is going to like bring you this kind of luck? And you said that this just all has to do with our subconscious and our subconscious deals with pictures. So if you're putting basically like changing like the picture of your room into something that um, is positive or positively affects like this other thing, you're subconscious is going to take that seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the funny part is, so, and this kind of, <laughs> this spans a couple of different things, but uh, some of the feng shui tricks are hidden and they're like super hidden. Like, you know, you can paint a door red and then paint over it in another color and have the red hidden, but still working for you. So that that's something. But it also, you know, when people are like depressed or hoarders or things like that. And they have a pile of boxes in their garage. Well, your brain is constantly accounting for all that stuff. And it knows you're on a subconscious level. It knows every single item in every single box. Oh, it really, really does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, even if the rest of your place is clean, but you have like that one room with all the crap in it, you 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 know it's there, even if they keep the door closed. Yeah. Well, and even if you forget that, mm -hmm. you know, there are certain things there and you're surprised when you clean something out and go, oh my gosh, I didn't know that was there and like how it's negatively impacting my chi. Uh, but on a subconscious level, you did know and it's eating at you on a yeah. subconscious level. And so the feng shui stuff, some of the cures are... Uh, work the subconscious in a positive direction. Oh, somebody has a question for us. Ooh, like questions. Yes. Zoon <laughs> <laughs> Zoon, we will give you a minute to compose your question. <laughs> Purging is good. Yes, she's, yeah. Zoon <laughs> Zoon says, so I moved and purged a lot. And moving honestly is the best way to purge things. Like um, my old apartment was really, really bad with like all like not hoarder level, but sometimes felt like hoarder level. And then when we moved out here, it, we got rid of so much unnecessary stuff. And it's like, okay, so that's why it was this bad because we were just accumulating, accumulating, accumulating. And when you move, you shed so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zoon Zoon says, I stepped away from my craft, back at it. Now things are picking up better than before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're putting it into practice. So when yes. you clear out the yuck. <laughs> oh, okay. So we, we have Randy still still purging from 20 years ago. It, it's a process. <laughs> it's a process. <laughs> I'm sure that I have like stuff from 20 years ago. I should purge as well. Lurking. <laughs> Lurking. <laughs> In the dark corners. Oh, my gosh. So... The thing is, <laughs> we're kind of jumping around. I'm actually going to, before we start talking about the cures and everything, I'm going to kind of talk about this other list that I found that I thought was really interesting. And it's from, what is it? The Feng Shui Studio.com. Um, 
backslash feng shui, backslash the feng shui bagua for career. Um, and it kind of talks about different ways to kind of look at your career gua when, when you're uh, going through certain life situations or whatever. And, and this is what they kind of listed. You're looking for a new job. A new job or career is just starting. You've gotten a promotion at work or there's another change in, of employment. Deep inner work on discovering your life purpose is desired. It's a transit transitional time in your life and you are restructuring your focus you are considering or just entering retirement the last child is moving out of okay i'm gonna start crying now oh no <laughs> <laughs> the last child is moving out of the home and there's concern about it empty nest i'm a cancer Mary, you're not there yet right? you're not there yet <laughs> okay okay i got years i got a couple yes. years all right uh, community service or volunteering opportunities are sought. You would like to be more tranquil and able to more easily adjust to changes. There is an issue with the ears, and the ears are associated with this bagua. Um, oh, it, really? I, yeah. I know in another place I read that, uh, like, if your kid is constantly having ear infections or you're constantly suffering from ear infections or your pet keeps having ear infections, you need to kind of look at the career gua, which is just kind of interesting. <laughs> uh, oh, here's one, though, that I thought this is why I, I'm reading this list. Hemorrhoids are a concern. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really have so many questions about that one. Um <laughs> Reproductive or other sexual organ illness is present. Your general level of life force is depleted and needs to be rebuilt. See, these are things that I, I would think are more associated with health. But um, yeah, I, I, I knew the ear was associated, but these other things are kind of a surprise to me. Uh, communication needs to be improved. I guess going back to the hearing uh, too much rigidity is stifling a natural progression of affairs. And the middle son in the household requires additional support. Uh, the middle son, like, um, obviously, like a boy son, right? Not like or a child son, not like a, <laughs> a, the star in the sky. <laughs> it's a human. <laughs> you can tell who the childless one is. Uh, <laughs> Six kids or more. That's a lot of kids. Whoa, that's a lot of kids. Um, I would really focus on that career qua then. Amp up that energy if you have if you have that many kids to think about. <laughs> <laughs> and also creativity in children and family. The family area. Don't forget the family. Okay. So <laughs> I know some of these kind of duplicated what I already came up with, but I just thought it was really interesting when I saw hemorrhoids. I'm like, I got to put this on there. And I didn't actually think about like retirement and emptiness and, and certainly not the middle son in the household requiring additional support. That one is, that's something new. You learn something new every day. Okay. But I'm, I'm seeing kind of, I'm thinking of how it all ties together. Like this is how you have to think when you're an esthetician, because something that's happening in your liver might spring up on your face. And so um, thinking, okay, so career, your career's not going well, or you're at a crossroads and you don't know what to do and nothing's going right. That causes stomach issues, which can turn into bowel issues. It can just turn into colon issues, which can turn into hemorrhoids. True. Well, and hemorrhoids are all about inflammation. And yeah. so, you know, and holding things in and, and inflammation is the health equivalent of anger. 
So um, a lot of times if somebody feels, especially in their career, like they are um, being kind of overlooked, overworked, uh, their boss isn't hearing them or uh, making use of their ideas, if they keep getting passed over for promotions, I think that it's probably more likely they will have some hemorrhoid issues just because they have this kind of underlying anger. Yeah, yeah, I mean... I, I, I feel like that's probably really prevalent in like some of the really angry like industries, you know, <laughs> like I feel like lawyers basically get paid to be angry all the time. <laughs> oh so it's probably something that they have to deal with a lot. See, but if you're like a fire sign, then you're in the then groove. you drive on it. Yeah. 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 So it also depends on on your sign. So anyways, so the thing is that really you have to, the biggest thing to think about is what, where you want to go with your career path. You know, if, if you like where you're at, but you just want to make it better, if you want to stay in the same field, but you just want to switch to a different job because you want better hours or you want different, you know, things that aren't even really related to pay. Like if you know that you're kind of switching out something that's similar, but you just want slightly different things, you you can make whatever you want happen, but it, you have to be very specific and what you're asking for. And that's what the universe kind of, you know, responds to is the more specific you, you can get, the better, uh, the more intention behind something, the better. And uh, the more you surround yourself with the things that you want to actually have in your life, the better. So all right, like I think I heard about somebody who um, like did a manifestation spell for, and she basically just kept it like more money, and like that was it. And so, <laughs> so and, yeah, and it and it Isn't wasn't that even like a movie, right? <laughs> but yeah, but like, but yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, she would maybe like find money on the ground that somebody dropped, or she would end up like, um, yeah, maybe like got like a slight raise from work or something but then she was like wait but this isn't what i wanted what i actually want is to start my own business so she switched her intention to that and then that became a lot more productive finding coins on the sidewalk isn't gonna cut it yeah exactly that's the thing like the spell doesn't know the spell's just like all right here's a quarter yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so being being specific in what you're asking for, and that's everything. Um, there was something else I was going to say about that, and it's like totally escaping me now. So it'll oh. probably come back eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it'll come back. So, okay, surprising thing, though, when you're starting off on this journey with, you know, bumping up your career gua, uh, the first place to actually look is the front door which are like, what? We're talking about the career gua. What are we talking about the front door for? <laughs> I was like, yeah, didn't we like, um, in our last feng shui episode, we um, decided that my front door, my little vestibule area is uh, where the knowledge lives. Yeah, well, okay. So <laughs> there's that too. Uh, and I, after going through like the stuff for this episode, I was like, oh, maybe you should hang a mirror in your vestibule. Do I have a mirror in my vestibule? No, no, I do not. <laughs> okay. 
a mirror would not be a bad idea, though. Although I already have like a bunch of art up there, so I don't think that it would fit. Make it fit. <laughs> Make it fit. <laughs> Jam it in there. <laughs> Actually, there's some things that you can do that um, are kind of like they trick the chi. <laughs> so you could actually put like a silver vase or something reflective in that area. Oh, it doesn't have to be yes. a mirror. Yes. So you might oh, want to try oh, something oh. like that. I have, because um, I have like um, a frame, uh, like this uh, frame, it's a silver frame from um, uh, like a friend's wedding that we were all in. Does that count? A silver frame? Yeah, I think it would be all right. Close enough? <laughs> Give a shout out to Sasha. Aw, hey, Sasha. <laughs> I have no idea why she's barking at me right now. Mama's on a podcast. <laughs> Great. Another one came down. All right. I have two dogs. If they start wrestling, I'm going to uh, do the international choking symbol and hopefully somebody will rescue me. Yeah. So this week it's going to be the dog cast. Like usually Bowie (laughs) is the one making angry noises, but he is curled up sleeping with me right now and is very cute. (laughs) The dog cast. (laughs) All right. So the front door, the mouth of Chi, that is what it is considered. If you hear any dog barking, it will just compliment (laughs) what I'm saying. (laughs) All right. So you want to kind of get the chi to notice your house (laughs) and to kind of flow in your front door. And when you come in your front door, then the career gua will be that. So we've got the grid of nine again. And if you overlay the grid of nine equal sections, squares, over the entire first floor of your living space, you will have that first, like, ninth middle area here is going to be career. And Sasha's so got things to say. <laughs> she really does. I'm really hoping somebody. And she ate dinner already. I have no idea. She's like, she's like, didn't you work out? I, I'm waiting for my cookie because, you know, she gets a reward for me working out. So I did not. Mm-hmm yet today (laughs) (laughs) all right anyways so you want the chi to notice your house and so you start from the outside and seriously i'm gonna have to like ask for help (laughs) help me (laughs) where is everybody seriously all right so Back to the outside of the house. Yeah. Okay, so outside of the house, outside of the house. Do- yeah. yeah, and we're and we're doing the front door, front door. And so this, when I say outside of the house, it could be outside of the, your living space, whatever that is. It could be an apartment, a condo. It could be a rented room. It could be a studio apartment. It could be a regular house. It could be a duplex. Whatever situation you got going on, there's a door. <laughs> But like, not the common door that everybody uses, like your specific door that you walk in to get into your place, right? Very good to point that out. Yes. Well, there is that too, but we're going to focus on, you know, the one you can control right now. So that brings up a good point, because if you are in an apartment or if you are kind of in a shared living space, area for some reason and you have a hallway or something like that you want to make sure that the chi can find your place so if you happen to be at the end of a very long hallway then i would suggest um kind of taking some red tape 
and kind of like taping the bottom of your door. And, you know, you can even cover it up then with like a something else. <laughs> but it will kind of slow the chi. You could also put tape, do a line of red tape across like the molding. Um, you could paint the door red if you're allowed to. Uh, different things like that to kind of slow the chi because what happens is the chi like any long narrow space it's going to like rev up energy and and really start shooting down the hallway what about like a doormat like what if you got a doormat with some red in it that could help too all right (laughs) i'm just trying to think of like things that are like you know more appropriate for the aesthetic than like you know a piece of red tape Yes, you're 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 more artistic about all this than I am. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing is like you know last episode we were like um, oh like hang a crystal here and do the thing there and I'm like but the aesthetic <laughs> <laughs> oh no I've got crystals hanging in some odd places and I've just made peace with it. <laughs> She's like, this is what has to happen. All right. I need my life to move forward. Okay. So then the other thing to really watch out. Oh, somebody for... just asked why red. Oh, okay. Because red is what the chi responds to that's like the color of the life force and chi and so it's kind of blood yeah just that is the color of the cure so you know even if you have pipes and you have like water in the wrong area of like the wrong gua you know you can tie even like a red string around the pipe to kind of slow the chi if you're worried about chi leaking out okay So if you are living in a place, though, where it's at the end of a street, you also have to watch out for that because then you get poison arrow chi. So like if you have like a T intersection and your house happens to be like right where cars are coming towards you, then you want to make sure that you are doing things to kind of uh, deflect the poison arrows and slow the chi with all that. Just in case. I My last house actually was at a T intersection and there was a lot of crazy chi. I would get, you know, and you think about it, like you're trying to sleep and you get the headlights like right in your face. Oh, that yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. It's not pleasant. <laughs> so there's actually a lot of things you can do with the, the front door area, the mouth of the chi. Um, you can put something out to guard your chi. So you can do kind of food dogs, you can do lions, you can do gargoyles, anything like that. I don't know if you, <laughs> how do you feel about that? Oh, I am pro gargoyle. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't think that I could, you know, um, you know, I live in a condo, so it might be frowned upon. Oh, <laughs> if I had a house though, oh, that thing would be so gargoyled up. <laughs> Yeah, I need to get me some gargoyles. That's going to be on my list for this year. I'd really like to uh, to do that. They they just bring such fun energy. <laughs> All right. So then uh, make sure your house number is clearly visible. If it's like dusty, covered in cobwebs, if the paint's been chipping off and you can barely see it, if the numbers are too small, if they're those weird sticker numbers that we've all seen and hate, Get rid of those and make them nice numbers that the chi is going to be like, oh, yay, I want to be over there by your cool numbers. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Uh, Paint the door red, which is something we already talked about, kind of attracting the chi. Clear a path to the door. So your chi is going to have a problem 
if you, you know, have overgrown bushes or there's a bunch of garbage all over the, the pathway or things like that, where people just think about it in terms of people. If a person is having a hard time getting to your place, wherever you live, you want to make it easier for them to get there, be a good host, whatever. So clear a path. So the chi is the same way. Pretend that she's a person. Uh, no, I kind of like that. I mean, um, cause I mean, I feel like everyone who lives in the city knows what it's like when you go to a friend's house for the first time and they give you, they tell you their address, but then they don't tell you this weird specific way to get into their house. Oh, I, that happens so often. And you yeah. would think, yes, that like, I think it doesn't occur to people like they've lived through it enough where they just get used to it. And it's like, they don't even see it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like, oh, yeah, I live in this apartment building. I'm like, oh, hey, the number that you gave me doesn't live anywhere, like, on this <laughs> list of door of doorbells. And they're like, oh, that's because you have to go around the side. Like, yeah, hey, you could have told me that. You yeah, you've got to, like, me that. sneak around the side. You've got to, there's, like, this alternate entrance, and you have to follow this, like, alley thing. And it's like, really? I couldn't have mentioned that before. Yeah, exactly. Or the like, GPS is not going to tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you know, saying, you're looking up, a, you're looking up, like, their name in the doorbell, and they're like, oh, no way. Like, I'm under my um roommate's name. It's like, okay, uh, another thing I needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> Very helpful. I, I remember I was taking the GPS somewhere. I think it was for foot reflexology. <laughs> and I was like, where is this place? And it kept saying, you've arrived at your destination. And like having me like, like, pull, like keep driving into this house, basically, like, I'm like, what are you doing? And it was this weird, like roundabout, like it was in the right space, but it was like completely turned out. I, I can't even describe it anymore, but it was so horrifying. And it took me like half an hour and I was late to the appointment and I couldn't figure it out. And it was just awful. Yeah. So the chi is having that exact same problem. <laughs> yes. All right. So clear path to the door, put plants and or flowers on either side of the front door outside. <laughs> you don't have to put them inside, but put them outside Trim the bushes and plant life near the door. If there's any like overgrown shrubberies, those can be the worst. <laughs> poke an eye out. <laughs> Don't poke your eye out, kid. <laughs> it's just, well, think about it. It's like, you know, do you ever like those horror movies where the, the bushes like are become sentient? <laughs> whatever oh, yes this is why i live in a city <laughs> the country just creeps me out <laughs> so just think about that picture that when you think about your shrubberies and make sure that they're not going to turn into beasties that are going to eat people <laughs> exactly <laughs> see, like a well manicured shrubbery is not going to eat anybody now i did come across something where if your lawn is too manicured that that's a problem too because that shows control issues and that is going to mess with your chi also. Oh, yeah, I can see that. And also uh, they've been talking so much lately about how like these, you know, like perfectly manicured green lawns that we've all grown up with are actually like really just not good and not healthy for our ecosystem. Like it should be, it's actually better to have something that's a little bit more wild. <laughs> Yes. Oh, actually, I had an environmental science class in high school with this like hippie teacher with this big, like long gray beard, like before it was really in vogue again. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh his whole lawn was like reclaimed prairie and his neighbors oh it. i love that <laughs> but he's like i'm doing it for the the environment and i'm like that's awesome but no he looked like like an aging hippie i loved him <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is an interesting one. If you have double doors, especially, but, but even if you don't, don't partially block your entrance. And it's very tempting to do with double doors because it's like, well, I don't need to open both of them at the same time. So I can put this cute, you know, bush here or whatever. No, no, leave it open. Like, I don't care. And open them both, like keep the chi flowing. They talk about that too, with like, if you have, if you go in through the garage all the time, Make sure that you're still like opening and closing the front door some, like using it for a few things here and there to just keep the energy flowing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, like it would, you're one of those people where you just always go in through the back and you just never think about your front door. It's like, but your front door is still your front door is still like an important door of your house. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it is. And there are reasons why people don't use their front door. Like I've seen like sometimes it's just not as it just doesn't make as much sense to like where the driveway is situated or different things like that. But yeah, just make sure you get the chief flowing over there. Make sure there's nothing behind the door either. So don't block it in front. Don't block it behind. That's always really hard for me because I'm like, I'm a walk through the door, kick off my shoes kind of person. <laughs> Get the shoe rack. <laughs> yeah. We have like the little shoe, um, like a little boot tray or something. And uh, Virgo lad, I love him, but he like does not pay attention to the boot tray whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> he shirks the boot tray. <laughs> nope. It's just shoes everywhere. I oh mean, I'm not God. much better, but at least I try. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my problem is that I have many... I many people in my household and some of them have very large feet like my son has a size 14 shoe and they take up a lot of room they just do and if every person has two or three or four like a daughter cannot exist on just two pairs of shoes no so absolutely. it is shoe chaos it, shoe I'm constantly chaos. It's like I'm hurting. A, I, I live. I live in shoe chaos. It's true. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm blaming Virgo lad here, but I feel like if he listens to this, he will arch an eyebrow and then just like point at all the myriad shoes that I have scattered all around. But I need oh, them all. You need them all. Well, and it kind of is a testament to of like being a, a woman or having any kind of feminine leanings, because then there's all that social pressure of like having 5 million different types of shoes to go with different types of outfits where guys, you know, they have two or three or four pairs and they're good for a long Ever. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until they wear out and Until fall they apart. Break. <laughs> um, uh, well, that's another thing to bring up the shoes. This sounds insane, but like you got to check the health of your shoes. If you're walking around with holes in your shoes, that actually can negatively impact your career. Because you're, that's kind of like the shoes are your vehicle when you're away from home. And like your vehicles are an extension of yourself and your chi. So like your car, and we're going to get to it. But if you travel a lot for work, there's different preventative measures for your car to keep the chi protected, which we've kind of talked about before, but we're going to rehash. Yeah, I need a rehash. <laughs> All right. So anyways, um, 
<laughs> keep the door and doorknob clean. So, you know, especially with all the COVID, that is probably something people are doing anyways. Yeah. Yeah. You can always try. <laughs> if your area inside the front door is cluttered, if you have like, we don't really have much of a vestibule in my house or a, a I don't have a mudroom in the front door area. It's kind of like you walk in and there you are. So I have to be more creative with how I arrange things. So there's still places, but you want to make sure you can take off a coat. You can hang up a coat. You can put something down. You can put your keys somewhere. You know, everything has like a little cubby or a spot to go because uh, then the cheese like, okay, I can flow through here. Yeah, one thing that I read, and I think I talked about the feng shui book that I got in the last episode, but they said not to hang your purses like on a doorknob. And that's what I've been doing. Like my, um, my one coat closet, like I hang my purses and uh, like my little tote bags and stuff that I carry around with me, like on the doorknob. And I'm just like, "Ah, what do you want me to do? Feng Shui people? It keeps them off the ground. I thought that was the whole point of this. And I tried putting them like on the inside of the door and they just fall off. It's not the same. (laughs) Doing the best I can here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of rules like it. you got to do what what works for you at some point because you can't do you can't follow all the rules or you're going to drive yourself nuts, but yeah. do what you can. <laughs> and there's always cures. So like if you just realize that you're going to play, you know, hang your purses in the spot and that's just the way it is, there are cures to kind of balance that out so it doesn't, you know, create a ne- negative impact. Oh, what would my cure be? Just for hanging your purses yeah, it's in, um, yeah, the, I'm trying to remember what the, um, I think that the closet is family and my hallway was health, we decided on. Okay, so then you're just going to want to do more positive cures for the family and health baguas. So like anything that is, we're going to kind of touch on those because they they impact career as well. But actually family was the only one I didn't have on here, but family probably should be on here as well, because if you have concerns about taking care of either children or um, aging parents or things like that, and you want to have a career that is flexible to work with schedules like that, you're going to want to amp up the family area. So, but for, I'm looking to see if the health one is on there. So for health, you would just want to make sure you do some extra things, like making sure there's some yellow or gold or red any earth tones, earthy items, objects made from earth, the the clays, the ceramics, dirt, uh, triangular objects, pointed objects, religious figures, you know, that kind of thing. Sun, stars. What about 99 red balloons? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that could work. Actually, yeah, you said something red, right? Like, no, yeah. I, I, I literally have... Um, these stickers, they're 99 red balloons. They were red balloons and their strings that I had to attach. So it took a while, but yeah, like I have like this little entire wall just coated in 99 red balloons. I and it's think, great I for think selfies. Yeah, I think that's awesome. But no, those would be great there because they're talking about like sun and stars too, like things in the sky. So I think oh, that, nice. Yeah. 
that would that would work. And it's funny. And there's funny things on that list too. So it's kind of like fun, not funny, like haha, but like fun loving, whatever. Yeah, like fun and quirky. Funny quirky, yes. So and I'll I'll go back to the family area when we get there. But anyways, so yeah, just kind of do some stuff to to bump up the positive in those areas and it'll kind of work, you know, cure the, any like negative issues. So what else? Oh, if you have a situation where your front door is in line with your back door, the chi is going to go in one end and fly out the other. So you want to slow the chi and keep it around for a while and hopefully like start percolating it. So with the flow of chi, you know, hang a crystal to kind of slow it down. And then you want to kind of add some, interest or something so that the the chi kind of like meanders instead of just like flies down the hallway if that makes any sense no it doesn't make sense yeah. okay just, you you want the chi to take its time to you know like have a cup of tea stay a while slow yeah. its roll <laughs> enjoy the stay <laughs> <laughs> throw around some goodness um Okay, so if you are, we've got all that stuff. And we talked about the welcome mat because you actually brought it up. So yeah, welcome mat, especially, it doesn't have to be red, but a red would be an added bonus. But just something that's fresh and new that welcomes people and makes the chief feel welcome as well. All right, I don't have one of those, but we'll work on it. <laughs> it's a process. Yeah, it actually is. I mean, you're giving me all sorts of reasons to shop now. It's like, hey, okay. I, I mean, because I do have a doormat, but like literally I stole the doormat from our old next door neighbors who basically just like abandoned their condo and moved back to New Zealand. And they had a doormat and we didn't. So I just slid it over. <laughs> Did they have good tea? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, they were okay people. <laughs> I mean, why did they? Why did they leave? Um, they. I mean, for mundane reasons, like they um bought before the housing crash, and so they were like ended up with this condo that they would never be able to get their money back from, and they had a couple of kids, so they were like, ah, screw this, let's move back to New Zealand. And honestly, like, they're probably patting themselves on the back for that decision right now, because I <laughs> don't think that New Zealand has any COVID, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't that one of the only places? Yeah. Pretty impressive, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. That's why I like your water, Fiji water. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Isn't that New Zealand? <laughs> now I'm like, I don't two. think the Fiji water is from New Zealand. <gasps> Where is it from? It's out there. I, I, I think the Fiji water is just from like a, a just a regular like water plant, like everything else. No, Fiji water is from Fiji. I I, I would stake my big toe on it. I'm checking it right now. <laughs> no, you're probably right. I, I I remember reading a whole article about Fiji water once. It's the Earth's finest water. Earth's finest water. <laughs> That's what it says. I believe them. And, <laughs> oh, okay. Fiji water is a brand of bottled water derived, bottled, and shipped from Fiji. According to marketing materials, <laughs> the water comes from an artesian aquifer in Viti Levu. Oh, Fiji water is headquartered in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> Founded by David Gilmore. Is that from uh, from Pink Floyd, do you think? Oh, I know nothing about Pink Floyd. Oh, a Canadian businessman and investor. <laughs> <laughs> womp womp. 
All right. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm glad we we were he's 90. All right. I don't think it's his birthday. Oh, Capricorn. Okay. So <laughs> but I think Fiji water, according to my daughter's science fair one year, one of the kids in the science fair tested different bottles of water and a lot of them were evil and in like the wrong, I can't remember if they were, there was like, yeah, they were acidic or there was some problem with them, especially Dasani. I guess Dasani like completely sucked. It did oh yeah, poorly. isn't Dasani owned by Coca-Cola? Yes. <laughs> but anyways, so back to feng shui feng shui no but but fiji water was one of the only waters that tested alkaline so it actually does work really well in your okay. body there you go shout out to fiji shout out to fiji sponsor <laughs> us now i need <laughs> now i want some but fiji <laughs> so is fiji in new zealand that was the other question uh, now we have to look up maps <laughs> this is another like moment i a highlighting moment of being an American and how horrible we are with understanding the rest of the world. Right. Like, <laughs> I know where all the states are. <laughs> That's all we were taught. Uh, relations between New Zealand and Fiji. I'm feeling like they're not the same place. Okay. Officially, the Republic of Fiji is the island country of Melanesia, part of Oceania in the South Pacific Ocean. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it's not New Zealand, but yeah, I mean, it's a hop, skip, and a jump away from Australia. I'll take it. <laughs> I would totally be there in a heartbeat. Why not? Why not? Okay, and you can manifest that with the right chi. Can you now? Like, what, can you like, in travel. What Can you just place, like, uh, your old bottle of Fiji water like in some corner in your travel yes you can go to Fiji I'm gonna try that now why haven't I thought about that before I'm gonna take a Fiji <laughs> bottle of water and if you really want to amp it up use a map too and get a map of like Fiji and shove them in the helpful people I mean lovingly place them in the helpful people <laughs> and travel corner of the Bagua which is actually next to career it is on the right-hand side of career. It is the front right corner of your first floor living space. Yeah, I think that we determined last show that that is my guest room. Yes. Career is my living room. So, yeah, I've been doing my best to feng shui in my living room lately. <laughs> and that is, yeah, well, okay, definitely important. <laughs> There's so much that you can do. Like, there's so many possibilities. And that's why I'm like, oh, my, just to even talk about career. That's why you really need to be like, you really need to think about the type of job you want to manifest because it really like, say you want to manifest a job in sales or you want to, you know, drive in more clients or whatever, you're going to be looking at different fixes than if you are kind of wanting to kind of do a career pivot or something like that. So I'm just going to kind of go through that list really quick one more time and kind of tell you like what types of Bagwas you would kind of focus on depending on what you want to do with your career before we kind of talk about the fixes. But Anyway, so getting paid more for the same or a similar job, you would want to amp up career, the career gua, and the prosperity gua. And probably 
a lot of these are going to kind of run into each other too. So kind of top of mind, think about, you know, you want to generate more money a lot of times. So wealth is good. Uh, relationships, if somebody is going to kind of, if you're going to rely on someone to recommend you for a promotion, or if you want to get along better so people notice you, or if you want to have attract good relationships with new people, the relationship corner is going to be very important. Fame, the fame gua is important because you want to get noticed. You want to have people attracted to what you do. So, I mean, there's different things, skills and knowledge. So if you want to, say, do a career pivot, skills and knowledge are going to be very important because you need to kind of bone up on where you want to be instead of where you are. If you are kind of in a creative job or you want to be in a creative job and, you know, maybe you are working in a creative field, but you don't have a creative job job type, then definitely focus on creativity and children as well. And so it's kind of like mixing and matching. Like it depends on kind of the aspects of the career that you want and, you know, really think about maybe even make a list of the job you want and all the different kind of elements of that job. Does that make sense? No, it does. Yeah. And then that will kind of help you hone in on you know, what areas you need to bump up. But basically with feng shui, the, it's all about balance. And even with the career gua, you don't want to like completely and utterly amp up the career gua and nothing else, because then like you have to look at, you know, what's across from it. So the thing that's across from it is the fame and reputation area. Well, if you have like a completely amped up career area and nothing really going on in fame, you're not going to get noticed. If your fame area and reputation is too crazy and bumped up and there's too much attention, you might be attracting the wrong attention for some reason, and then you won't get the jet. So it's all kind of like, it's very literal. Okay. So say somebody um, wants to get a raise at work, like what should they be focusing on in their career? Gua? You would want to kind of amp up and we're going to have to kind of, I'm just going to list. Yeah. That's probably what I should do first is list the things again for each, each gua. So like people are, um, then they can kind of piece it together in their minds, like depending on the elements of the kind of job they want to attract. But first of all, make sure this is, this goes for any area of any, any gua, any, any area of the bagua, make sure to fix anything that's broken. So even if it's not something that's in the career area or any area that you're really working on amping up, it will take away and drain from everything else if it's broken. So make sure, especially if it's something big, you get all that stuff fixed up. So say your refrigerator's broken down and it happens to be in the family area, please get the fridge fixed or get a new one because it's going to impact everything else. I mean, it would definitely impact your food. That's for sure. <laughs> it's kind of a weird example, but you know what I'm saying? Like if there's... Yeah, it's like, I'd say more like if there's a broken chair, like, you know, the chair where like you can't really sit on it because it might collapse under your feet because yeah. that's that's something that like a person can ignore and just kind of like leave and walk around and know that they can never sit on that chair. And then somebody comes over and they go towards it. And you're like, no. 
<laughs> don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of wonky, weird things that happen in people's homes. And, and you know what they are, people out there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I got to deal with this. And it's something weird and obscure and annoying. And I don't feel like doing it. Uh, but anyways, so the career area specifically, like they kind of talk about aquariums being helpful, um, bamboo plants, because then you've got kind of the water element and you've got like green growth kinds of things. And then you can amp up things in other ways, like the color of the gravel and the bamboo, if it's black or white vision boards. So this is great, especially at the beginning of all this, when you're trying to break it down into elements of what you want to attract and you're not really sure like well what does the job I really want entail or I don't even know what I exactly want to do that's a great time to break out the vision board work with the pictures first work with your subconscious let the pictures kind of draw you in and then you'll have more of an understanding like fitting together puzzle pieces of the elements that you really really want and you'll be able to list them out easier you know, just recently, like I saw this episode of Grownish where the main character sees like her ex-boyfriend and she looks at what he's working on. And she's like, are you making a vision board? And he's like, no, I'm not making a vision board. I'm taking examples of the life that I want to manifest and I'm putting them here on this board so that I can visualize it. And she goes, so it's a vision board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> um, I see Randy talking about crystal pyramids in the chat. And yes, they are good, but it depends on where you're putting them because those are like pointy things and they also have a square base. So you have to kind of look at where they correspond, like what areas of the Bagua respond well with squares and pointy things. So say fame would be a good area for a pyramid. Okay. The fame I was going to say that they're kind of like a triangle. So maybe you could put it in your... Um, in your health. health area. Yeah. Yeah. There's so some of these have like multiple places they could go. And that's kind of what's nice is you can kind of move things around. Like if you want to balance things out more, just kind of see where everything fits. Uh, but anyways, this is an interesting one lists for helpful people and relationship areas. So you want to think about who is going to help you get the job that you want. And if you don't know specific names yet, the types of people that you envision helping you get the job you want or have the situation that you want in your career. And you're going to want to make a list of that probably on pink paper for any relationships that you want to have, you know, to bump up and have, you know, good relationships with certain people, write all their names on a pink piece of paper and put it in the love and relationship area, which is the back right corner of the first floor of your living space. Or if you're doing a list for helpful people, just people that can maybe help you network or connect you with the right things, or just uh, maybe, you know, you write down mentors or different people. That would be a list that you would write down and put in a silver box in your helpful people area, which is right next to your career area, the front right corner of the first floor of your living space. Okay, that all makes sense. Um, so, so I'm trying to like think like, okay, so again, so if somebody needs to manifest a new job, 
what colors should they be looking for? Like which corner should they be putting that in there in their bagua? <laughs> well, that's why this 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 is where it gets tricky, and that's why it's so intuitive. And I'm going to have to just go through the list of cures again or types of cures just so people know, like reading them into the record (laughs) Mm -hmm. before I really talk about it, because it depends on the type of job that you want. So say you want a creative job, then you're really going to focus on and say you want a, a job as a musician or you're trying to make it big in the music industry or something like that, you'll want to make sure you have your music instruments or even like CD cases. I know I'm like aging myself 8 million years there with a mock-up of how you would want your album to cover to look or that sort of thing, like in the creative area. Or if you were, can you throw out a job example? Okay. Um, trying to think of a, Good job example. Um, okay, like what if somebody wants to be an accountant? You know, I was just thinking accountant. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> We're on the same page. It would depend on, you know, where they're at in their journey of, you know, are you a student trying to become an accountant? Are you a bookkeeper that has been in school for a couple of years and is looking to be an accountant? Yeah, are you all like take accountant? that crazy test that they make you do? Yeah, that's <laughs> the crazy test. Are you an accountant already and you want a different, better accounting job or you want to move up the ranks? I don't know how all that works because I know yeah. like some people become like comptrollers or things like that. Yeah, like maybe you're an accountant and you are so tired of losing your entire life during tax season. So you want a job that doesn't do that, like maybe like a more corporate accounting job. Yes, So then you kind of think about that's when you go back to what are the elements of what I'm exactly trying to attract. So say you're a student and you want to become an accountant, then you really need to bump up your skills and knowledge area, which is to the left, the left front corner of your first floor of your living space. And you want to make sure that you have books about accounting, (laughs) Um, anything. And I'm going to just, okay. So the color blue, the color black, the color green, Light is actually really great. Make sure that you have that that area is well lit because it's kind of like that light bulb moment or attracting light attracts things, but it's kind of like the light going off and that's wisdom. So uh, mentors or wise people in that area, anything metal, water, wood, meditation, items. And so, and that kind of goes back to even before you do your vision board, consider doing like a meditation on your perfect job and kind of see what, what springs to mind and then do the vision board and see what happens. Alters, symbols of the knowledge you want to gain, and also just pictures of the life you want to live. So all of that can kind of bump into the skills and knowledge area. So you would definitely want to make sure you do that if you are already a student. But like, say you are, I don't know, you're already an accountant and you want a different accounting job, then it would be more focused on relationships, on helpful people, fame, reputation, because maybe you want to become well-known in your industry and you want to rise through the ranks and be, you know, a CFO or something. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet. Just, oh yeah, no, it's just like, you know, I'm... I mean, I'm not an accountant, so I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) You really want to be, though, after this, don't you? (laughs) We all 
want to be accountants now. Like <laughs> so much fun. I feel like counting numbers. <laughs> money. Money. Yeah. No, honestly, I actually was just thinking, like, okay, I need to get my helpful people bagua together. Because <laughs> uh, that particular room, we started to renovate it. And then like over the winter, we just got stalled out. Like, oh, we need a curtain rod, we need to get these shelves and it's winter and pandemic and meh. So we have a curtain rod that's on the way. And I'm just like, okay, when's that curtain rod coming? Because we really need to just get back into this because I could use some helpful people. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's why it really kind of goes back to the nature of your work and the industry that you're in. And so say somebody's doing a career pivot, you have to kind of think about, okay, what is the envision the life you want to live? You know, what is your dream job? Is it more creative? What, you know, say you want to write a book or something, then you go back to that creativity area and you do a mock-up of a book cover of the book you want to write, like with the title, with your name, all of that jazz and, and put that there, you know, you would probably, Oh, that'd be weird. It's my bathroom. <laughs> Bathroom reading material. I know, right? <laughs> um, you know, people over, they're going to the bathroom. They're like, what's this? <laughs> but could you do it and, and hide it in a linen closet? No, my bathroom is tiny. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I could maybe like just stuff it under the cupboard with all of the other like discarded like lotions and potions I have. <laughs> um. So much to unpack there. <laughs> now, remember, when you're doing these cures and whatever, you want to make sure that you're not shoving anything <laughs> because then it gets disregarded. You're kind of treating it like trash, like you're yeah. just shoving it away. You're burying it, you know, and so that's kind of where your hopes and dreams will go. It'll, they'll get buried. They'll never get realized. It's all very, very literal. Seriously, the chi is so literal. Yeah, like, I feel like you just read me there. <laughs> But think about it. So take that, take that grid of nine though, take the Bagua and think about your living space again, because it's possible that part of it might be outside the bathroom and that, cause it's not room by room. It's just section by section. And so you might even be able to do some, like an artwork piece that you hang on the wall outside of your bathroom or something that has a mock-up of the book cover you want to write trying to think of how that would work <laughs> again i'm like oh the aesthetic though so you can just use a color of paper that corresponds to creativity and put so say what is it yellow i think is a color let me see i'm scrolling down white yellow round stuff earth tv games toys fun stuff hobbies art instruments lights flat or square shapes and kid stuff in my bathroom i <laughs> any of it just pick one you already have the round stuff with the toilet it's already white right think about that <laughs> also think about flatter square shapes you've got kind of a, we'll give the bathtub we'll, we'll throw that in there okay how about art can you hang some art in there oh i've got art in there can you change it to book cover art no, no, I love my art. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> Put some colored paper behind it. Put do your book cover and tack it up behind the art. Okay, that I can do. That I can do. <laughs> okay, see, there's a solve for everything. But um, <laughs> so where were we? Manifesting your dream dream job, doing a career pivot, 
you're going to want to build relationships with that because you're kind of networking and that's kind of relationships and helpful people again are going to be important. So in relationships, you want hot tubs. (laughs) It cracks me up every time. Hot tubs of flowers, pink, red, sensual, sexy stuff, which also think about, okay, so say you're going to be a writer and you're going to write sexy books, then you're going to definitely want some sexy things in the relationship area. If you are a, if you have, if you work in a particular industry that is a little sexier, then you're going to want to up that up with some sexy things. So uh, flowers, pink, red, sensual, sexy stuff, balance of furniture and items. So no singles, cold stuff, games, yucky stuff, hidden storage, distracting things, or TV, which is also distracting. You want things that are balanced and comfortable and cozy. Balanced and comfortable and cozy. Isn't that all (laughs) how we want to (laughs) be? Yes. And I'm trying to uh, rush through these things because I know we're we're trying to keep on time and we're already past time and I'm really, really baby stepping this time thing. But uh, anyways, so then with helpful people, again, we have the silver containers. It's helpful people's kind of, it's not the most exciting section. It really isn't. Silver containers, gray, religious stuff, helpful beings, (laughs) Bells, lots of bells, hands, favorite places that you either want to visit, have visited, envision yourself living in, and water. And water. (laughs) Water. Or anything that symbolizes water. So I guess you could do mirrors or you could do black also. So those are kinds of things if you're doing a career pivot, you're going to want to think about. Also, fame. So you want to get noticed, recognized. Then you would be thinking fire, lights, red stuff, triangular things, and then things that contribute to fire. So wood, green, things that represent fire, animals and animal byproducts. (laughs) (laughs) The animal byproducts just always cracks me up. (gasps) If you have a refrigerator in the fame area, it's probably not the worst thing in the world, especially if you're not vegan. (laughs) I'm just saying. Plants, celebrities, because, you know, fame, famous um, people that you look up to, awards, either awards you've won or awards that, you know, you aspire to win. You know, if you are in an industry where there's a particular award that you really, really want, then do a, a drawing of that with your name on it or, you know, come up with something that kind of envisions that working with your name. Uh, wish lists of things that you want to have in your life, things that point up in the sky. So do not, though, do not under any circumstances have black water or mirrors in that fame area because the water will put out the fire. And water those put are out the fire. They're all symbolic of water. I've already forgotten where my fame area is. <laughs> Towards oh. the back. Oh no! Wait. Oh yeah, that's my kitchen. that's my little uh, library area. Yeah, I, I I think I'm safe there. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, if you have a hobby already and you want to turn it into a business, that's when you kind of think about like what is the nature of the hobby, you know, and how does that correspond to the different areas of the bagua? What can you kind of amp up? 
if you have a woodworking business, you know, it's a creative thing. You're going to want to amp up the creativity and maybe put some tools in that area that you use for woodworking. Or Mm -hmm. if you have a job that you want to attract, you know, you could even make up some business cards with your name, with that particular job title. They're actually pretty cheap to make up right now. Well, you can use a, a template on like Google or Microsoft Office or something. Yeah, should, I mean, it actually is really easy to just like make up your own these days. I'm actually envisioning like, yeah, just go on Canva, make up like your own little business card for a business that you would like to own someday. Maybe like hide it behind a picture frame or something like that and just sort of manifest that way. Yeah, see, that's perfect. I like that one. <laughs> Attracting more clients and customers, you're going to want to really amp up the fame area and the relationship area because you want to kind of have those those good relationships and get noticed and have people find you and notice you. What else is on the list? Yeah, promotions are going to be a lot more with like skills and knowledge because you want to kind of make sure you wrap your mind around the job. And this happens a lot. Like I'm have an IO psychology background. I studied the nature of work. I analyzed jobs for quite a while. And people hit a wall. Like they they can't go further. Like they people keep promoting people. And there's different skills and abilities for different types of jobs. And not everybody has the skills and abilities to become a manager, but a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah. But that's like the step that you have that everybody has to take in order to advance with anything. And it's so ridiculous because there's so many bad managers out there because it's such a specific personality type. Not everyone (laughs) needs to be a manager. (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, people just, they, they keep doing well they keep getting promoted to like senior positions and then they get promoted to management they fall apart and they're unhappy and they're doing poorly and it's just a big mess and so you know you think about the job that you want and where you want to be promoted to and how the promotion would entail different skills and knowledge and put those books or like be aware of make a list even of the things that you need to focus on and put those in the skills and knowledge area just to to make sure that that's taken care of and also to bump up the fame again and recognition area because you want to get noticed for that promotion. And the wealth area is, you know, everybody wants more money. So that's great and all, but you you can't just bump up the wealth area and do nothing else anywhere because that then becomes imbalanced. And also thinking about just because you have money doesn't mean you know what to do with it. And so a lot of people if they oh, bump that up is the true. wealth, yeah, they will lose it. Yeah, right you'll, you'll just spend it. Yeah. So or they'll gamble it or <laughs> like, you know, that's when you need to go back to your health sector and be like, you know, are you mentally balanced? Because if you're not, then you have more of a tendency like people who are depressed will shop more. People who have an imbalanced health area can struggle more with addictions. Like there's all these things that would take away from your money. Right. Right. Or like, you know, people who grew up in poverty, it's kind of a thing where you spend the money right away, mostly because you're convinced somebody's going to take it away from you if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. So mm-hmm. or that you you spend it right away because you don't believe that you were meant to have it. You don't deserve it. So it mm-hmm. you end up giving it away. And there are a lot of people who don't make very much money 
but they end up giving it to everyone and living like really hard lives because everybody keeps asking them for money or, you know, to live with them or different things. And they just keep giving and giving and giving. And then there's nothing left for them and they don't have the self-esteem to be able to kind of rein that in. So that's really important. Right, right. You end up thinking that all these other people are going to like just be destitute if it isn't for you. But it's like, okay, but what about you? Yeah. Yeah. You need to make you a priority. So, and then, okay. So people who do have to worry about others or take care of others, then again, you need to think about not just the career sector, but also I'm trying to pull up the other area where I have the family uh, stuff, but It's also about bumping up that family area so that everything is taken care of and that everybody's happy. And so with the family area, you have the colors green, black, you have wood, plants, water, rectangles, or columns. And so kind of adding some of that in to that area is a good thing. Uh, Make sure to have no metal, white, round things or sick plants, especially in family. Yeah. Remember, we decided that was my coat closet. So it's all just a bunch of black coats. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) And just remember, like people and when we talk about cubicles. So like, say you have a cubicle, we should just talk about it now. And you can do different things to kind of bump up the feng shui in your cubicle. And you can either take symbols of each bagua and kind of sprinkle them around your cubicle in, in the appropriate place. Or you could alternatively just use colored pieces of paper and put them or hide them under things in your space and make sure that you can amp it up even more if you cut the pieces of paper into shapes that correspond to those various uh, sections of the bagua. I mean, if you've got like a bunch of like colored post-its, probably nobody would even like bat an eye. True. Yeah, that's a great trick. Uh, You could also just do a feng shui daisy. And so the feng shui daisy we've talked about before, and you can use this for either in your cubicle or you could use it if you travel for work. You could put it under your car mat of the driver's side. You could also put it in a travel bag. You could put it in a briefcase. You can put it in multiple places. You can tack it up underneath a bed or a massage table or uh, a little table where you work with clients. Whatever your situation, you could probably stick a feng shui daisy somewhere. You can make them as big or as small as you want. And it's yellow in the middle. And yellow is going to be the biggest section. And it's going to look like a flower. So the rest of the colors are red, pink, white, gray, black, blue, green, and purple. And that is your daisy. You just cut out the little petals and all the different colors and you do a big smack in yellow center. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I actually really, I have been meaning to do that. You know, it's like, I mean, I have ADHD, so I mean to do a lot of things a lot of the time, <laughs> but I don't, I want to like print out a couple of daisies and color them in and put like one under my, under my aesthetics bed at work and one under the dorm or the, uh, little floor mat of my car. Oh yeah. I need to make one for my car. I I don't know if I have one out there currently. I haven't been traveling for work, so I didn't really think about it. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I'm just going to walk onto like the CTA train and just take like a handful of daisies and just throw them in the air. (laughs) 
<laughs> Couldn't hurt. <laughs> it wouldn't be Could any not. crazier than what's already on the train. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there were if there's any things that I didn't list that of any Bagua areas that would be helpful. I think I listed everything. But I think I'm, you did. I think you got pretty well covered. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the only thing would be, okay, so a couple other quick things. If you want to turn your hobby into a business, then you would definitely want to kind of look at more of the skills and knowledge um, area and kind of relationships and helpful people. The creativity is great, but you also want to make sure that anything like relating to business knowledge that you need to learn, um, website design, uh, anything like that. If there's any people that you need to work with or that you want to partner with or that you need help from, then you go back to those lists in relationship and and uh, helpful people. If you want to just be well-known in your field, then you would really work on amping up the career area and the fame and reputation area. Oh, and if you want a job that involves more travel, you're definitely going to want to pump up that helpful people in travel area. Yeah, nope. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nope. I'm just like, oh yeah, all that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's kind of, it's an intuitive thing too. So just remember at the end of the day that chi likes balance and you can't really screw anything up as long as your chi is balanced throughout the, the uh, Bagua map. And then you can focus more on the little things, but you don't want one area to get completely, you know, all the attention and overshadow everything else because that will kind of throw the chi off too. Yeah, that makes sense. Like when you, uh, and I'm even just thinking of my own place where like you have like a room or two that you like just never use and you just never pay attention to like, yeah, like maybe it's your guest room or just like that little office, like off to the side that you never use or something. Or maybe like, you know, the kids playroom and the kids don't play the hair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you bring up a good point because that's the the places in your living space that where you don't go that are not closets. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You might want to create some more moving chi in those areas. So things like if it if it's appropriate for the area of the the bagua, you know, moving water like a little fountain or a fan even or just walking through the room and intentionally spending, you know, half an hour doing something in there, whether it's reading a book or doing a workout or something, or just something you can do to kind of get the chi moving in that area so that yeah, it's like not maybe pregnant. put like a bunch of plants in there so that way you have to go in there every day to water the plants. Yeah, and the plants are alive. So they're actively engaging with the environment and creating a constant flow of chi. Yeah, I like that. I'm like, I really, really need to get into this whole plant thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's on your, your uh, list of intentions it's, for this year? It is. Like, yes, it is. It's, <laughs> it's on the agenda. It's a win-win when you do that Ostara kind of spell where you're growing the seeds in the eggshell and then you intentionally pour like a love of plants and growth into that and you'd have like this in, like inception of growingness. Inception of plants. Yes. (laughs) Plantception. Plantception. Okay. Well then, I think that that pretty much wraps up this stuff for this topic. I think that we'll probably touch on it again when we talk about other areas of feng shui because everything works together. 
And if anybody has any requests, because we do want to go through this topic by topic, bagua by bagua. So if there's something that you would like to hear next, like, um, hey, we want to hear more about this uh, love and relationship area, or hey, like, I really want to learn more about the travel area, you know, just drop us a line. You can uh, follow us on Twitter and um, uh, make requests. We like requests. <laughs> requests are good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love audience participation. And just remember, you can follow me on Twitter at chick underscore mystic and Virgo less at last Virgo. <laughs> Lucky. And, um, <laughs> and also you can follow on Podbean. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Yeah, if, you'd like else. A, if you'd like us, please rate and review us because that is how we get noticed. Yes, please. We gotta I, I've gotta look at my uh fame and reputation area. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> please bump up our fame our fame and reputation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I hope everybody out there has a wonderful rest of the night, a wonderful rest of your week. And remember to stay mystical. Good night, my witches. <laughs>